Hello and welcome to Pause Pop, positively pop culture, where we talk about things we love enthusiastically and without guilt. I'm K.W. Taylor. And I'm Carrie Gessner. We're still healthy and still recording, and we hope that our little show brings you comfort in this uncertain time. Please follow updates from cdc.gov and your state's Department of Health for accurate, up-to-date information on how you can avoid spreading COVID-19. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay inside, and stay positive. And today we're super excited to interview our friend Rachel Porter about The Masked Singer. This is actually going to be a special episode where it's our main topic, mostly because we could not stop talking about it. (laughs) That's right. And as a warning, we do spoil up through episode eight of season three, as well as earlier seasons. And as someone who has only seen seasons one and three, I was very upset about some of those spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we duly and sincerely apologize, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. So we're here with our friend Rachel Porter, and she has become a huge fan of The Masked Singer in a very, very short amount of time. So here is our discussion about that with her. So Rachel, do you have do you have any opening thoughts about the show? So I just found the show maybe five weeks ago, maybe, maybe four. I don't know. Time is real weird right now. <laughs> and I watched all of season two and all of what was available at the time on season three, I think, in like four days. Um, uh. <laughs> I haven't binged a show like that since I watched the Gilmore Girls a few years ago, but I just got so invested so fast, and it was exactly what I needed in these rather stressful times. (laughs) So I love it, and I'm very bad at guessing. I don't know who half the people are, and I don't care. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm so bad, but that doesn't make it any less fun. No, I'm just so excited. I'm going to watch the newest episode once we're done recording, and I honestly can't wait. I'm probably going to make popcorn with real butter (laughs) and have another glass of wine and just really enjoy it. That sounds fantastic. Yes. KW and I had talked about it this earlier, and even before all of the self-isolation and quarantining happened, we both kind of used the show as this silly escape yes. yeah. to help us take life a little less seriously. Yeah, exactly. And I've said to KW that, you know, even when you lose, you win on the show. Because <laughs> even when somebody who I really like and I want to keep going gets cut, mm-hmm. I get to find out who they are. Yes. There's really no losing. It's very satisfying in that way. And and the only thing that I find unsatisfying, which we've we've all discussed, is when I don't know who the person is. And that is slightly well, frustrating. You can't know everyone. You can't know everyone, and I, I know that. But but much like Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg, I do consider myself a pop culture guru, which is her <laughs> label on the show. Yeah. We've talked about The Masked Singer on the pod before, but to kind of catch people up just a tiny bit, this show is on Fox on Wednesday nights. And basically, there's a bunch of celebrities who wear giant costumes, and then they sing. <laughs> and it's like rigged, like it's there's voting, quote unquote. Is it? Well, there's voting by the audience, but it's very, I don't know. But the least popular person is eliminated each week, and their, their identity is revealed. And it's always very exciting to see who it is. And my personal favorite 
runner up. He didn't actually win the whole thing, but I still go back to season one. I'm going to spoil season one a little bit. The runner up of the whole season one was Donny Osmond in a <laughs> peacock outfit, and he was killing it week after week. And I got very, I knew who it was. I knew it was Donny Osmond. You did. I did. You did. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But he was great. He was awesome. You're so good at guessing. She's really good. Okay. No, I'm not because now let's talk about the current. You're way season. better than I am. I do research. I do a little bit of research. I, I'm okay. not just doing it based on nothing. But but often, even without doing very much research, I still get the person, unless it's someone I don't know. So we will be spoiling you a little bit up through, let's say, let's see, when did we, we left off at week eight. You guys have not seen week nine yet. I have. Of season three. Of season three. So of the people who have been eliminated in season three so far, I did not know the first, the robot. We have a robot. Okay. And I did not know him. Did you guys peg the robot? No. I don't remember. I feel like I watched those episodes eight years ago because I watched them in March. (laughs) That's true. The robot was Lil Wayne. Oh, right. I was totally shocked by who the robot was. I still can't believe the robot went out on week one. Yeah, that was very surprising. I did not figure that was who that was. And I thought he was pretty good, but he also was not. That's the thing is when they have somebody like Lil Wayne go out on week one, I don't think he was bringing his A game or he was not doing something to actually like show his real talent level. I don't know. Is this why you think it's a rigged show? Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. It was a weird group, though, and I could I could kind of see why he probably went was the least popular of that week. There was some kind of distinctive performances that week. The llama, the llama was also a surprise. I did not see who that was, and I didn't see him getting cut that early. What did, did you guys have any opinion about that one? Do you remember who the llama was? Yeah, I remember. It's Drew Carey. Oh, okay, right, right, right. No, I did not see him coming. I or them coming. I don't know how to refer to people. Spoiler free. Um, <laughs> I did not see the llama coming because who does? Yeah. And <laughs> no, it's been a total ride for me. I don't know that I. I think I've guessed like maybe one of them correctly. Okay. Yeah. And usually, if I get it right, it's because I just decide to agree with the judging panel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes they. Sometimes they actually do make logical suggestions. Except for Ken. I, Ken's my favorite, though. He's awesome. Ken Jeong is a national treasure, and he's very—he's the only legitimately funny person up there. But sometimes he actually does have something right, but I don't think he puts a lot of effort into his guesses so much as trying to be funny. Right. But that's that's good. Yeah, I do think his effort is towards the humor more than the accuracy. Yeah, I appreciate it, especially when it leads him to guess like really wrong people when the people are actually people he's co-starred in things with (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i enjoyed in season two i think it was when he just decided someone was bjork and (laughs) that was that Mm -hmm. and i was just so amused and every time i think bjork's never going to be on this show then they have somebody like they did in season two where seal was on so it's like okay what seal was so good seal was so good okay i gotta i gotta set some things straight okay So for season two, I got way too into trying to keep track of the clues and trying to guess things that I got really behind and then I stressed myself out. So I've only watched like half of season two. Oh. So I just got spoiled by Seal. 
I'm sorry. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I forgot. Now I'll try to figure <laughs> now I'll try to figure out which character he is, which will probably be easier once I once I I hear shall him. not tell you that part. Yes. But for season three, I just decided I'm not gonna stress myself out. I'm just gonna have fun. So I don't I don't actually really guess. I, okay. I make half hearted guesses at the end. Okay. Right. Harry, for season two, do you have a notebook tracking the clues like the judges do? Yeah, it's a word doc. Oh my god. That's amazing. Wow. It pleases me. <laughs> I have considered trying to do that because I can't keep track of the clues either. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I actually really admire that the judges, well, especially Robin Thicke will sit there and he has like a, a whole little binder that he keeps referring to and he's mm-hmm. clearly taking He's notes. good. He is very good. And he he's a very is, good judge. He's usually right. And uh, Nicole Scherzinger is, is frequently, at least in the ballpark. I feel like Robin and Nicole are often on the same page. I feel like they are the two that really take it the most seriously from a musicality standpoint yeah. and can totally like center in on the vocals. Yes, yes. They usually have really good things to say about the vocals. But um, some other ones from this current season that I was sort of surprised by, I was, okay, so we had the mouse was Dion Warwick in week four, and I didn't love that she went home early like she's a legend you know yeah Yeah, I was real upset by that one actually yeah yeah me too oh well I don't think okay we can kind of maybe decide if we want to mention others but we have to address week six elimination of the bear the bear which was former Alaska governor Sarah Palin (laughs) singing baby got back by Sir Mix-a-Lot my jaw dropped There was a little promo before the episode that was like the most dramatic reveal ever. <laughs> and I was like, no way, whatever. It's, this is a lie. And then it was. <laughs> that was the night of or right after Super Tuesday. Oh. And I was really avoiding social media until Wednesday morning. Because I just, after I voted, I was like, I got to be done. Because I live in North Carolina, which is a Super Tuesday state. And I knew that Elizabeth Warren was unlikely to win, so I just had to be away. <laughs> and, and so I was. I think I was watching The Masked Singer, maybe old ones or something. I don't know. But the next day I got up and immediately all over Twitter, all I saw was Sarah Palin, Bear, Mass Singer, and Baby Got Back. Like the whole of all of it, every piece of her performance was spoiled. Mm-hmm. That is so wild because... I mean, I haven't been on social media a ton lately, but I watched it like two weeks late and I was so surprised. I'm very I, jealous. Yeah, I was I was yeah. also spoiled. I, I oh, no. saw it on Twitter even the night that it happened. I always have a ritual of watching it on Thursday mornings on Hulu after it has aired Wednesday night. I eat breakfast. I take a long <laughs> breakfast on Thursday mornings just so I can watch this. It's a whole thing. So I already knew. But you know what? Even already knowing... It was still bananas. It was so <laughs> crazy. And I could not even wrap my brain around what I was seeing. And the fact that oh, she then yeah. did it again at the end unmasked was even weirder. <laughs> no. The, the head of Sarah Palin on the body of a psychedelic <laughs> cotton candy colored bear singing Baby Got Back. A gender and gender swapped version of Baby Got Back. A gender swapped version of Baby Got Back <laughs> that had some weird pro-American message that she dropped yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. One of the stranger experiences of my life. Yeah. It was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't even that's all we can say about that. Yeah. Sometimes I still 
I'll just be walking through a house and I'll stop and just remember that moment. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's just such a weird because I have to remind myself that it was not, in fact, a dream. No. <laughs> it really happened. It really it happened. It really happened. And you know what? You know, I, I'm not a big fan of her as a as a politician, but she had fun. She sold she that. And I was kind of almost sad that she got out so quick because I think she could have done some other interesting numbers in that show. But <laughs> I'm sure she could have, but I don't know if my brain could have handled it. No. So I'm not real sad that she was cut. No. And yes, I also am not a big Sarah Palin fan from a political, personal level, but I appreciate that she put everything into that and had a good time and seems to be able to kind of laugh with herself. Yes, she's not taking herself very seriously anymore. So yeah, and there's been some other really interesting performances. I actually really liked the llama. I really liked the taco. I had a theory about the taco that ended up not being true. And I, I actually thought he was pretty good. And I was sad that he got cut so early. I was sad the taco got cut. Yeah, he was really good. I, it was ended up being Tom, Tom Bergeron. I thought for a while that it was Tim Allen. And I was really clinging to that for a while. But I, I kind of figured out that it was Tom Bergeron at, at a certain point. I do feel like, except for season one, I feel like it is a little skewed against slightly older performers. Season one was a little bit better with yeah. that because Gladys Knight got really, really far. She got into the top three. But this time it's been, they've been cutting people who are over 50 and it's kind of annoying. So, yeah. I don't know if this is true, but kind of what I've noticed is that the audience is really into energy. So if you've got a lot of energy, yeah, they'll keep you... And sometimes older people don't have that. But but yeah, you're right. It's not cool. In season two, I can't remember who this was now. It was, oh, yes. I think it was Patti LaBelle. The flower? Mm-hmm. Dang it. She? <laughs> I'm sorry, Carrie. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. She made it relatively far. She did. She and did. And it's I... not particularly young. No, no. She did make it pretty far. I, I think in the, the performance when she got cut, she was... I feel like she was phoning that one in a little bit and she may have even wanted to get cut. So, you know, maybe it's a, a set of factors. Um, Shaka Khan was on yeah. this season and she got cut really, really early. And I, I would agree that maybe her energy wasn't, wasn't all there. But I think that the Night Angel might be slightly older. So you guys have not seen week nine yet. I'm just going to like, let's go down the, the list of the nine remaining people in it. We've got a, the turtle, the kangaroo, the white tiger, the kitty, the banana, the frog, the night angel, the rhino, and the astronaut. Now, I do know who gets cut from week nine. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But I kind of want to hear your theories about who you think these remaining folks are. I just have to start out by saying, generally, I very much love the costumes on here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the yes. night angel is terrifying. The night angel is horrible. I do not like it. <laughs> no. It's, it's okay. I was actually telling my husband, I was describing this to him earlier, <laughs> And I said, it's, she's a great singer. I actually, she's one of my favorites, but I cannot look at her because it's horrible. It's like this purple and pink and blue thing with a human looking face, which is just really uncanny, but because it doesn't move. And then these huge eyes and this weird hair. And she just looks like, I mean, it's, it's, it's an angel costume, but it's a dark angel, but it's not even that clear that it's an angel. It's like, but it's not a demon. It's I don't even know. <laughs> For me, it's it's the all the face. Yeah, like the the mouth is open. Yeah, 
And just, yeah, you're right. It's uncanny. And it's just like, yeah, I can't look. The rest of the costume is fine. Yeah. The face really freaks me out. It's the face. The face is not good. I feel like she is a room full of creepy ceramic baby dolls all in one costume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's exactly. It's awful. Apparently, I saw, I looked at a Reddit thread about this show a few weeks back, and I think that the original version, they had some promos for this season, but it was even worse. Oh, my God. So they changed it before they filmed it because it was too scary. And this is not better, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. Who do we think she is? Because I, I don't know that I have any theories about her. Not a clue. She's got a great voice. I'm going to have to open our chat, KW, so I can see what I've ever thought, because seriously, this feels so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to scroll back when we've been talking about it. Oh, man. I don't think I have any theories for her. I'm sorry. Like I said, I have been taking this season pretty easy. That's okay. And and I don't have a lot of theories. I have a few. Okay. Well, what do you have theories about then? Oh, well, we've talked about the White Tiger. Yeah. Whom we both think is Rob Gronkowski, the football player guy. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, okay, I don't understand why he's still in. Because he's not that good of a performer. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's not. No. He's got the energy you were talking about. Yeah, he's got energy. That's he's true. funny. He can dance. But yeah, no, he's not my favorite. But I do think, yeah. I think I thought he was John Cena, maybe. That's another good guess. Okay. Yeah, that's another good guess. Absolutely. There's another football player. Is it J.J. Ward? He was on SNL a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's somebody like that. that. That's a good guess, too. I didn't think about him. Now, I have a very committed guess about the kitty. I have no nothing to base this on other than I think one of the guest judges guessed this. And then I decided that it was true is I think the kitty is Amanda Seyfried. Is the kitty who I, I thought was Katie Holmes? Oh, I think you might have thought it was Katie Holmes, yeah. Then I'm going to stick with that, because I still feel good about that. That's a good guess. It's somebody like Amanda Seyfried, but it's not actually her. I could see it being Katie Holmes. That's not too bad either. Any other ones that you have theories on? The turtle? Mm Mm-hmm. My friend Erica came up with this guess, but I think so. I don't know. But we think it's Jesse McCartney. Oh. Who is a singer. (laughs) He's leaving. Never to be back again. Justin, is that one of his Wait, songs? What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> well, and along those same lines, I think Rachel and I both think the astronaut is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Still, I still think that. Yeah. I think I do too. Last week's clue package did not indicate that as much, but I'm sticking with it for now. I'm going to too. Yeah. It's either him or the guy from Supergirl who used to be a Broadway singer, John. Uh, Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. I don't think it's him. Okay. Yeah, that's not Jeremy Jordan's voice, I don't think. Okay. So I was watching the iHeart Radio Living Room concert, the Backstreet Boys performance at the beginning. The blonde Backstreet Boy, whose name I don't know because I'm a bad, bad 90s fan. But <laughs> uh, I, it could be him, but I think I'm going to stick with JTT. Okay. Isn't the astronaut kind of short? A little bit. JTT is pretty short. Well, right, right, right. But Nick Carter, I think, is pretty tall. Is that the blonde Backstreet Boy? Uh, yeah. 
That's one of the things I have trouble with. The judges are always pretty good at being like, oh, this person is tall, this person is short. But yeah. sometimes it's really hard to tell. It is. Yeah. And speaking of tall, the rhino is really tall. And I think Nicole Scherzinger suggested, and I agree with her, that it was Ryan Lochte. And oh. he's really tall. Hmm. I do have to, I have started Googling various celebrities' heights because of this. <laughs> Yeah, I think the only other person that I kind of have a strong suspicion about is the banana. But the other one's the kangaroo. I don't know. I don't know the turtle. I don't know the frog. I, I go back and forth on the frog thinking that it could be Alfonso Ribeiro, but I think that may be too easy of a guess. Right. But the banana, I think, is Brett Michaels from Poison. Okay. So. I could see that. I'm trying to... Sorry, I'm looking at a... And... No, the elephant got off. Okay. I was like, I can't remember what the elephant looks like but that was tony hawk yes tony hawk was the the elephant yeah there's been some other ones that have already been eliminated that we didn't really talk about too much but yeah it's been this season they had a lot on oh did you i did not guess katie holmes for kitty i guessed janelle Parrish for kitty oh who did you think katie holmes was the kangaroo don't know i'm not there yet okay Okay. (laughs) i'm telling i'm having to scroll back through so much talking We do. We, uh, we, we text each other about this a lot. So you're... Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I disagreed about Alfonso Rivera, apparently. Yes, you did. We should probably have a group chat just for this show. We really should. We should. Oh, uh, I think I thought Banana was one of the blue collar comedy guys. That's what several of the judges think. And I just mm-hmm. don't think so. I think that he he's a better singer than he's maybe showing off at this point. So yeah. Anyway. Y'all can tell me about it when you see week nine's episode, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I think, I think that there's still several more weeks left. They've still got nine competitors. I'm a little bit concerned about when they stopped filming this season because I, I kind of thought it might be still going on and I hope that they don't have to suddenly have a big pause before. That would be really sad. Yeah. I have caught up and I have guesses for the turtle and the kangaroo. I think Donnie right. Wahlberg is the turtle and I will okay. laugh forever if Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg is fooled by her husband. <laughs> I want it to be Donnie just for that. Yeah. And then I thought Katie Holmes was the kangaroo and I am sticking with, with that. Okay. So you don't actually have a guest on the kitty then? No, I do. I um, Janelle Parrish from okay. Pretty Little Liar. She played oh, Mona. Okay. Okay. Now, see, I, if it is somebody from Pretty Little Letters, I could see more it being Lucy, what's her name? What's her name? Oh, Lucy Hale. Lucy Hale. Yeah, I could see it more being Lucy Hale, but we'll see. Well, what about Troy and Belisario can sing? She can, yeah. I could almost see it being her. But I'm sticking with Janelle Parrish. Okay. I can tell you why. All right. I'm still Amanda Seyfried. Can't remember why. <laughs> Somebody guessed, I think one of the judges guessed that the swan was Kristen Bell and I was very like no 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 yeah oh yeah definitely not they were also guessing that the swan was Sarah Michelle Gellar and it was yeah. like no I'm sorry she is a tiny tiny person <laughs> that ended up being Bella Thorne and I was slightly annoyed because I thought <laughs> well I also am like she's one of those people that I'm like who but I sort of know more who she is more than Jojo Siwa um, who was the T-Rex but I also thought Bella Thorne was supposed to sing better than that, and apparently not. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was nervous. Maybe she yeah. was nervous. I'm sure it's also awful to sing and be all hot in those things. It's very, right. it seems very uncomfortable. I am um, 
for some reason, deeply amused when they have to hold the microphone to the neck of their costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was I was watching the one from last night today, and my husband walks in the room, and the frog was performing, and he was being very energetic and whatever. But then every time he had to like put the mic up to his neck, I think Tom was like, "Oh man, that's weird looking." <laughs> it was just really awkward. <laughs> okay, I have an answer for you about whether they finished filming. Oh, and the answer is yes. Oh, thank. Oh, goodness. thank goodness. Uh, but they're now going to spread out the episodes over the next two months. So the winner won't be unmasked until May 27th, which is a bummer. Oh, man. Now I'm going to forget even more guesses. Yeah. Are they doing that to kind of help people like have something to look forward to for longer? Maybe. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't really give a reason for that. Or maybe for their own like money ratings. Yeah. Whatever. Because they probably don't have as much to put on next. Right. Yeah. Well, and maybe they're trying to spread out paying their crew for editing and stuff. Like, if they take a week off in between episodes, maybe that people can still get paid that week. Mm. I don't know. It's probably for some altruistic reason at this point. I don't know. Sorry. Actually. Oh, okay. So the top of this article said they were going to spread it out, but it still looks mostly... It looks like we're having one every week. Oh. But they just... They inserted a... Sing Along Spectacular on April 15th, oh. which is previously oh. seen performances with subtitles. Oh, okay. But then it looks like it goes straight from April 22nd to May 27th. So. Well, you know, sometimes the the one that aired when this past Wednesday, week nine, was a two-hour special. And I know that in previous seasons, they do start to hurry it up toward the end of the season and sometimes do some two-hour ones. So maybe they're just not doing that as much. Ooh, if tonight's two hours, I better get off the phone soon. Yeah, you better. two hours? Yeah, it's two hours. It's it's worth it, though. Y'all will have a, a good time. It's awesome. So I think we've probably exhausted our listeners enough with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We just really love this show. It's really fun. I think, I think it has made a lot of people happy. It's very simple pleasure. It's really funny. There's a lot of good music. It's got a little bit of everything. It is perfect for this stressful time in the it world. Is. So I know we've spoiled a lot of it. If you're still listening and don't watch the show, you can still enjoy it because it still is really fun. And you could always just jump right on the current season. All right. Well, thanks again for, for joining us on this slightly sillier topic than we've had you on <laughs> with before. <laughs> it was great. It was so much fun. Good. It was. Thank you. Thank you. That was so fun. Now, since we recorded that, we have now all since seen episode nine, which was also great, but we will not spoil that one. We're going to be speaking with Rachel again in a few weeks about another great topic. So please be on the lookout for that. Next time, we are going to talk about a bunch of fun pop culture topics, and they are currently a mystery. <laughs> we like to, to keep it a little loose these days. <laughs> But thanks for listening. Our theme music is by Joseph McDade. You can find me on Twitter at Carrie Gessner. You can find me on Twitter at KWTaylorWriter. And you can find us together on Twitter at Pause Pop Podcast. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at PositivelyPopCulture at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And join us next time for another episode of Pause Pop. <laughs>